This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. One eighty degrees on I am youth. Luane on one eighty degrees. Shauna on one eighty degrees. One eighty degrees with Zoe George. One eighty degrees on Radio K Pulpit, seven to nine AM. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. Welcome back, everyone. I mean, it's Monday, right? So it's a good day, isn't it? Lou? It's a good day. <laughs> I was about to remind you, you're supposed to love Mondays. Mondays are wonderful days of the week. I mean, are they for you though? I really love Mondays. Do you really? They're one of my best class days as well. Oh. oh. Okay, okay, so <laughs> for all the people who don't know, there is a little Amy in the studio again this time and she's helping us to present and she may very well be joining the 180 Degrees crew, so give her a big old welcome. Welcome, welcome, Amy. <laughs> for myself. We have got a fun-full show coming up for you guys. So if you are just tuning in right now, good going. You've gotten in at the beginning of the show. Well done. If you want to send us through a few messages, maybe bid Amy a very big welcome and, you know, roast her and toast her just a little bit. Please WhatsApp 0817291657. We are going to be kicking off with a little bit of a song called Citizen Way. No, that's the people singing it. It's called Bulletproof. All right, guys, so that was Bulletproof by Citizen Way, probably one of my new favorite songs. I absolutely love their music. I mean, I don't know them very well, so I don't know what to tell you. I quite enjoyed it. Like, I'm also not very familiar with their work, but that song was very enjoyable. Like, wow. They've got a great energy about them. Right? I mean, speaking about great energy, did you guys get to sleep any time this weekend? Because I know you're students and I'm a new mom, you know. How's your energy levels doing on Monday? Oof, it's not. It's, she's not doing well, shame. <laughs> well, I had straight naps this weekend. Like, oh, mm, that's quite lucky. Yeah, I mean, I went to sleep very late the one night, but I got I got to sleep late the next morning, and that's always the best. That's I nice. watched this um, comedian named Michael McIntyre. You might know him. He does, like, family comedy stuff, and he says, and this is one of my favorite things because I do this every single morning, the most boring conversations you will ever have is every morning. How did you sleep? Oh, my gosh. You know, my dad asks me that every morning, and I'm always, I'm not a morning person, so he asks me, and I'm just like, oh, I'm fine, Dad. He's like, why are you so angry? And I'm like, it's the morning, Dad. Like, what do you want from me? Ask me in two hours how I slept I'll tell you, you know what, pretty well, I'm feeling pretty good. But right now, not so good. I mean, I always have interesting stories. Like, don't you guys remember your dreams? Sometimes. You know, old people like me crick our neck while we're sleeping. (laughs) Bruce dreamt that his toe fell off last night and his (laughs) toe hurt in the morning. (laughs) See, like, that's that's the reason why you ask, how did you sleep? To open up this conversation. What if weird dreams that you had? Yes. Then, like, why don't you just say, hey, did you... We actually used to do that to my dad. I just asked him, did you dream anything? And he'd be like, that's such a weird question. But did you? It's very specific. But, like, I want to know, you know, if he does, like, I think it'd be interesting. I wonder why he's so secretive about his dreams. (laughs) What up, Olu? 
I mean, apparently a lot of people can't remember their dreams. So, I don't know. Maybe he just feels bad that he can't remember. Man, I don't know. What I do know, though, is that we have got a fantastic show coming up for you guys. We have got our usual groovy movie, Bible quiz, happy health tip, which has got to do with sleeping, actually, because I do love me a good nap. And we've got a really fun interview coming up later with Little Seeds. Now, if you want to know more about early childhood development and you want to find out, but hey, how can I help out with this type of thing or just what the heck is it that's the first time I've ever heard about ECD. Please stick around for that. That will be happening around 20 past 7. But first, we have got Zoe with What's Down in Cape Town. 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 What's down in Cape Town? Well, all right, guys. Welcome back to What's Down in Cape Town. I have four events today, and I think they're all very interesting. They're all very based on, like, arts, except the last one, which is more sporty because, you know, I felt like we were starting to favor the arts people, but I'm very biased towards them. So, anyways, on the 29th of February, the Sornskain Fierce, an Afrikaans family music festival, will be held. All the proceeds of this event will go to the Alta de Toy Center for Intellectually Disabled Adults. Ooh. It'll be hosted at the Dannyville. It'll be hosted by Dannyville at the Hillcrest Quake. I love when you try to do Afrikaans things. Like, I feel sorry for you a little bit, but thank you for trying. Do you need an assistant? Should I? Should I zoom in here? I, I, I really. I, I, I'm like sweating, but I hope I can do this. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. The Dannyville at Dannyville will be hosting this at the Hillcrest Quarry from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. The cost of admission will be between 75 rand and 150 rand. There will be guest performances by Brendan Piper, Elandre Swartz, Nicholas Lowe, Emo Adams, Nadine, and Francois Van Cook. So if you'd like to go, you know how to get there. Good job on those pronunciations. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Thank you. Then secondly, the Everhart Reed Gallery presents Cynthia's, a new exhibition of sculptural, sculptural work by Dylan Lewis. Also known as Unearthed, the sculptor Dylan Lewis has captured a journey through the sculptures of the complexities of human relationships, as well as his attempts to connect with himself. The gallery has been running since the 6th of February, but the last date of this exhibition is on the 29th of February. It commences at 9 o'clock every day and then it ends at 6.30 and it is located on Everard Reed Gallery. Three Pottswood Road in the VNA waterfront. Admission is free. Thirdly, the Montebello Designs Theatre will host the first night garden of 2020, the theme being Lights and Lights. Guests can expect live music, food, drinks to be on sale, as well as activities for the children and a Montebello mystery hunt with prizes up for grab. It will hold at Montebello Design Center, 331 Newlands Avenue in Newlands, Cape Town. And it will hold from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And there's no cost for admission. Lastly, the Let's Talk Bulls is a summer pop-up interaction of the French game Bulls, where instead of rolling, the balls are thrown. Bulls, like B-O-U-L-E-S. Yes. Mm. Bulls. Bulls. Yes. (laughs) So there was like bulls, like what's that? French. I never understand what they're saying. <laughs> Set on the rooftop of the Harvest Cafe and Delhi in Cape Town, a selection of non-alcoholic beverages 
Alongside Harvest's food and beverages will be served to guests and they will also be able to enjoy panoramic views of the city. It'll take place on the rooftop of Harvest Cafe in Delhi on 102 Wales Street in Cape Town. It's running until the 22nd of March and it'll run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You do not have to pay for admission, but it will cost you 25 rand per game. Interesting. And that is all that is down in Cape Town <laughs> for this week. Well done. Now let's listen to a word from some sponsors and get into the groovy movie. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. Hey guys, welcome back to the groovy movie section of the show. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what happens in this section, we play a clip from a movie or a show that you probably watched when you were a little younger. Now, I know, you know what? Let me not just assume. But I really hope that you watched this one. This was such an iconic show. So many people loved it. They rebooted it recently, but the reboot was not that popular, actually. I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. I didn't, I mean, I don't have a television in that sense anymore, so. I watched it with my nieces, and it's just so, I almost gave something away. But like, they really, the show is from the 90s, and it's set in the now. So a lot of the things are very modernized, and it just, it's just not the same. As long as they have all the good characters still, because there are three main characters. Yes. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, that's me. I'm that one. That's the one I am. <laughs> you have to pick one, though. Like, you identify with one of them. That's that just is how the world works. I literally remembered when we started, we all identified with one of them. That's oh! true. That was one close. Ooh, I almost had a bit of a shanna there. <laughs> yeah. We can all get new ones. Okay, if you can guys I... weren't there that one time, Shanna gave away the What's oh. Down in Character because instead of just, you know, giving clues, she's like, here's the name a bunch <laughs> with, a, with a bunch of clues. Like, okay, yeah. it's a verb now. Mm. Anyways, if you guys know what this is, you can send it through to 081-729-1657. Any last words, Zoe? Well, I just, I just really want to stress the fact that I really hope you watched this when you were younger. It was an essential. It really was. All right, <laughs> let's give it a listen. WhatsApp 0817291657. We'd love to hear from you. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. Oh, yes, that was Mystery by Mark J. Schultz. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. I mean, we're all kind of sitting and like wishing that we could sing along, but unfortunately, none of us knew the words. Exactly. But it's on my playlist now. So if you guys are just joining in right now, this is 180 Degrees and we're having a good old chat. Before we played you the fun old song mystery, Mark J. Scholes. (laughs) (laughs) 
we had the groovy movie. Now, this groovy movie is something that's quite dear to our team because we can all sort of see ourselves in a specific role, right? Yes. I mean, I actually don't know which one I see myself anymore. But anyways, with no further ado, Zoe, what was the groovy movie? So the groovy movie for this week was the Powerpuff Girls. I don't know if you guys caught it in literally the outro where they said it. I mean, (laughs) if you didn't, sorry for you, but yeah. Like the powder puff? What? (laughs) What's that? Like, yeah, that's what it was. Very iconic. And you will agree. I know you do. So now I do have to ask you guys, which Powerpuff Girl do you identify with? I really like Bubbles. I just feel like we get each other. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I sort of prance between all three of them depending on what time of day it is. Like right now I'm a little bit buttercup because I'm like, let's get stuff done. Like yes. the end of the day, got to, you know. Oh, I, I would always assume that was more um, Blossom that's like, yeah, let's do this. I wonder that. Because mm. she's like is. the leader. She's like, let's do this. She's having academic debate about the Powerpuff, the Powerpuff Girls. Just, just to also say, I strongly identify with Buttercup. She I has do. strong emotions she about does. many things. I suppose that leaves me with Blossom then if we've got Bubbles and Buttercup already. So, yeah. I mean, I could pretend to be Blossom. I wouldn't be a great Blossom, but I can try. Oh, my goodness. You know who I did like on the show? Who? Was the mayor and Miss <gasps> Bellum. I thought yes. you were going to say Mo Jojojo. Jo, jo. <laughs> I, I also thought you were going to say like a male villain, but I was like him. I yeah. thought of him. I don't know why. <laughs> do you know um, what I only realized well mood. into my adulthood? Because her name's Miss Bellum, right? Her yeah. name's Sarah Bellum, like Sarah Bellum, like the brain. Mm. And she's the brains, but you never see her face. Oh, her oh. Sarah Bellum is hidden from us. Yes. <gasps> I mean, as most Sarah Bellums are because they're inside my head. So, oh my. Just... Do I have a brain if you can't see it? This is the questions what, that we ask. Who asked that? Like, also, if a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? Are there any sounds to it? I do not know. So, <laughs> <laughs> philosophical questions. With 180 degrees. <laughs> we have so many little mini segments every single week. So, we are speaking to Ruzan this evening from Little Seeds. And it is so much fun to have you here. So, do you maybe want to give us just a little bit of a background? Who are you? Welcome, you Don. Yes, hello. My name is Rizan Opperman. Um, I am a social worker and I work for Little Seeds. So that's awesome. You guys, you know, we like to have social workers on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost the show for social workers. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Little Seeds. What is it? Okay, so um, in short, Little Seeds is all about ECD and ECD being early childhood development. Um, so we render services to children um, from 0 to 5 years, but not just 0 to 5, also um, from conception to 5 years. Um, and we focus on three main approaches, which is um, awareness, prevention and early intervention. Okay, well, I feel like we've got to unpack a few things here. <laughs> so you're talking about from conception, that means from... yes. Pregnancy. Yes, yes. When the baby is still in the mother's womb. Yes. That's actually when brain development already starts. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's quite cool. I'd like to ask, and I hope this isn't like a bad question, but how do you do that? Like, do you like work with the mother as well? Because, you know, the child is like inside the mother. Yes, absolutely. So um, you would you would mainly ensure that the mother or uh, the mothers are getting the the right nutrients um, that you can already start reading to the baby, singing to the baby. Mm. Um, And yeah, I think the main thing is just that the mother receives the the right um, nourishment for her body and eats right and Mm. doesn't um, drink and smoke and all of those things that we know. So the mother must really take good care of herself. Um, and in that way, the baby will also benefit most, um, yes, from, from the mother taking care of herself. 
yeah so that's already when it happens it's pretty cool Fun yeah. facts from pregnancy. Kids will just take it all out of you, leave you with nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Can, can you unpack that? Because that was quite intense. <laughs> so I was pregnant not too long ago, so I remember this. You know how babies make bones? They take yours. <gasps> yeah, they take the cal- They literally take the calcium from your bones. Je squeeze? Yes. <laughs> that's what they do. So that's why your prenatal vitamins, which I hope you tell the moms about, you probably do. Yes. Very important. It's got <laughs> so a lot of important. calcium in it because you lose calcium, which could leave you with osteoporosis. Pregnancy oh, sounds horrific. Doesn't adjust. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. So, I mean, what's really interesting about this as well is I'm yeah. sure you guys deal with a lot of crisis pregnancies as well. Yes, um, but that's not the part we focus on. So, okay. uh, mainly our job begins when, when the baby is brought into into life. Um, and then we, we start with, with everything that we do, um, except for just educating the mothers so let me get a little bit into awareness um, awareness is um, is just we we try to educate mothers um, everyone who, who works with small children um, a bit like advocacy just to to, to spread the word that ECD is so important. Um, so the way we do it is we distribute um, information um, on our, all our digital platforms, um, Facebook, uh, newsletters, things like that. Um, we raise awareness about ECD in communities and in congregations by presenting workshops, um, writing articles, and also distribute information. Um, we do a lot of training as well, um, but that I will get into a little bit later. Awesome. Awareness is so important. So I went to an antenatal class and there they tell you stuff like, hey, you should talk to your baby in moments like, you know, changing their diaper. And that's not a moment you'd be like, yes, this is my (laughs) time for conversation. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But it's prime time because it's connection with your baby and speaking to them just totally. What's he wear them? Absolutely, and um, their language starts to develop um, by as young as when they are born. So, mm. so language keeps on developing. Um, so, by when you change your baby's diaper, it's so important to talk to them because you don't know what's happening in their little brains. Yeah. They might not be able to communicate, or well, they can communicate, but mm. they might not be able to talk yet. Um, but things are happening, and the brain is developing. So, just a fun fact: ninety um, percent of a child's brain develops uh, between conception and five years. So that's Whoa. like most of it. <laughs> yeah, 90%. Whoa. Can you can you believe that? So if you're struggling um, with math right now, look to your mother. <laughs> Ask her why that was her job back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so funny. So um, the second thing we do is is prevention. Um, and for prevention, we have three programs that, that we currently do. The first one is called Smart Start. And Smart Start is a national franchise um, that is countrywide yes obviously national um, <laughs> yes so it's um, and we are a franchisor of smart start it's a program for the development and stimulation of three to five year old children so it it heavily focuses on school readiness so that's the one problem uh, program that we do then the second one is the ecd home-based program um, that also focuses on the development and simulation of children but um, the the thing about about that program is that we 
we would take mothers from a community um, and train them in the development and simulation of children. Um, and it doesn't have to be someone that has matric or has a formal education. It's just some basic skills that we teach them. And then they would have little groups of six children and they would simulate and develop them, even though those um, the parents of those children couldn't afford to put them in a formal ECD center or in a creche. So then those children would also get the opportunity to um, to become school ready, even though they can't afford to be in a, in a daycare center, mm-hmm. which is, um, yeah, which I think is amazing. Amazing. I've actually been in one of those, like, I don't know what you call it, a group. So yes. we went to one in Wooster and it was like this, this Oma, right? She's yes. like, she loves kids. She takes care of the neighborhood kids anyways, you know, might as well have a structured thing going. So that when we got there, they were like reading little books to them and Aww. singing songs. And like, yeah. she was very structured. She yeah. she divided the day into different activities. Like, we're going to do this now. And okay, after that, we're going to do this. And I mean, the kids are so into it. They were loving it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the other one. And then the third one um, is a reading program called Nolly Bali. And it's reading for fun. So um, that's where someone would read to children, but it's, it's not academic reading. It's just reading for fun so um, we use volunteers for that and volunteers would um, read to children um, twice a week for one hour at a time um, and you wouldn't um, believe the the amazing resilience that children would build just because someone reads to them and it's also um, it's it's so good for their creative development um, and and it's just that little time that someone sits with them and it's just saying that I care for you and that's something that really lacks in some of our communities. So that's the, the, the three programs we use for prevention. What I really love about what you're saying is all of these things are about relationships, right? Mm. Spending Absolutely. one-on-one time with kids, like just giving them someone there for them the whole day. Yeah, so I was thinking as you were speaking about this early childhood development and it seems that ways that this can be seen is like through singing to them yes. through reading to them talking to them how else can they because i when you first said it i wasn't yeah. really sure yeah. how you because i have a lot of nieces but i don't know that much about children <laughs> yeah. but like it would be nice for me to know how i can bond with them how while also making them smarter Yes, absolutely. So I think the main thing is just involve them in whatever you do. Um, so uh, we spoke about when you're changing your baby's diaper, you have to, to talk to them. Um, so there, uh, there are many basic skills that, that we don't even know we are teaching them. Like um, say you are changing your baby, um, then you would maybe say, look, you have two feet, one, two. And they, they would automatically learn that. Um, it's very important to make eye contact with them as well. Um, and and just to be nurturing and loving and touch them um, is already is already halfway. Um, yeah, you're already halfway there. Half the battle. Half the battle. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I think um, just being involved with them, um, not ignoring them, talking to them the whole time, telling stories, ask them to tell you stories because that's actually um, an important part of their um, creative brain development. Um, is they they also have to be able to um, be think, able to think tell of stories, things, yeah. yes, yeah. and tell stories, organize um, their thoughts, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And um, and when you're when you're talking to them, um, try to use proper language, not just. Yes. I was yes. going to ask about that. that. Yes. yes, I wasn't yes. sure if it was a myth or a real thing. Yes. I, 
Sorry. Yes, because say? people people um, people think that when you talk to a baby, you don't need to use your words. You can mm-hmm. make like little noises and be cute, use and you can be. But remember that the baby is developing its language skills and it's getting the language from you. Um, so so that's actually a very important part is speak proper language. And yeah. when when your child use uses certain language, introduce new words to them. Um, if you are talking about a building, you can also call it a house or um, introduce new words. So that's actually mm. yes, an important part of their mm. language development in their brain, yes. A couple of months ago, a tweet went viral of a woman who turned out to be, I think she was like a language specialist, and she was talking to her daughter who was a toddler, like two years old or something, and her daughter was like speaking back to her, like in Whoa. very good English. And yeah. everyone was, I think she wrote something about how one of the reasons why her daughter is able to do this is because she mm. spoke to her child in, in you know, like with real words that, like, you know, mm. you use in every day. And then someone else who also had some other qualifications and language came. And she was like, yeah, but it's important that you also use baby talk because it helps with creativity. And it was, it was just interesting watching them fight over that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I got so derailed. But she made a lot of points about how you, your child can learn how to speak better if you just speak regular language to them as Absolutely. opposed to making up words. So I don't mean to brag, but Anna is six <laughs> months old and she, this week she said the word <gasps> <"Gluch."> <laughs> Oh my word, that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's her best oh, word yet. That's so sweet. That's, that's <laughs> my little linguist. <laughs> At what age are they actually supposed to say their first proper word? I don't know. Oh. Let's ask a professional. Wanna begin to I I don't know. I guess I guess it depends. Uh, Yes, I think eleven, twelve. I don't know. Thereabouts. When they start walking, maybe. I lost halfway. She's already saying like like nice ma ma things and da da, but not at specific things. But she's getting there with the noises. She sings da 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 da, da, and I'm like, ooh, she's warming up. She's a very intense baby. She's gonna say da da first. I know. I know. I can say that they uh, they understand before they're able to Mm. talk because of the the mouth development and the tongue and everything. So uh, the other day I visited my friend um, and she has a baby that's one year old now. And she, she just told me that the other day the weirdest thing happened. She she um, talked to her baby and all of a sudden the baby just understood. She was sitting on her knees and she told her, no, sit correctly. And she, she fell back onto her bum and she was oh, wow. sitting perfectly wow. and she couldn't believe. And I, and I actually told her, I was like, yes, so the language um, is, is really developing in your yes. baby's brain at this stage. So um, they can really comprehend before they can, before they can start speaking. You so, can teach your baby sign language. Yes, like, yes, I literally was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so in sync today. Yeah. This is every week. You, you are just getting started. Get I need to join amazing. the hive mind yeah. guys we have got to take a sweet little break and go on to the bible quiz but if you have any questions for Ruzan, please whatsapp 081-729-1657 or maybe if you just want to share a few funny stories of weird things that your siblings or your children have done please do share 180 degrees on radio cape pulpit 7 to 9 a.m guys so the bible quiz for today is how many prophetic books are in the old testament whoa slow down slow down every week we ask you complicated questions from the bible <laughs> it's called the bible quiz yeah <laughs> if you know the answer you send it to 0817291657 right okay 
No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is my first official week. I'm still learning how all the things work. So our Bible quiz for today is how many prophetic books are there in the Old Testament? So there are many different genres in the Old Testament, like history books, the Pentateuch, law, and etc. Prophetic books are written by or about prophets prophets sent by God to bring a message or messages to the Israelites. Because I was just about to say, aren't all the books and books? Spe- I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone that knows like the more in-depth stuff about that, but there are minor prophets and major prophets. So to make this question easier, just give us all the prophets. <laughs> so I can give you a few clues. In the Bible, there are 66 books. If you didn't know, there are 66 books in the Bible. 39 of those are in the Old Testament, mm. right? So it's got to be less than 39 because the whole Old Testament isn't prophetic books because, yeah. as you said, there's the Pentateuch, which mm-hmm. is five books. So the first minus five. Ooh. 39 minus two. Five. <laughs> I was wondering I about the, the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are a few history books as well. But you know, this is a complicated one. So for people going to look it up in your actual Bibles, focus on the on the last part of the Old Testament, not just the last part, but like that's another tip, location wise. And also ask yourself, what's this book about? Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure Psalms is a is a prophetic book because that's a book about so Psalms. <laughs> Hmm. All right, so it's a bit of a complicated one this week, but we're going to give you a little bit of time to think about it. So, you know, here are a few fun little adverts and also a song called Savvy by Lulu Dikana. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. When you hear the words medical aid, you're not exactly sitting on the edge of your seat, are you? Well, we're making it our mission to change that. When you hear CompCare, we want you to picture yourself living your most exhilarating and adventure-seeking life and get pumped about it. And when we say adventure-seeking, we don't only mean trying to track down the highest bridge to bungee jump off. Bungee! Or climbing Mount Everest. Freezing! If adventure to you means trying out the new Zumba class at the local gym, we want to dance with you. CompCare Medical Scheme is adventure however you choose to define it. SMS CompCare to 45738 today to get a quote on medical aid for the adventurous. Choose adventure. Choose CompCare. SMS CompCare to 45738 because wellness is our name and adventure is our game. Yes, that vibey tune was Saviour by Lulu Dikana. That was really, I mean, I feel so like Rustig now. Like, yes. I'm in the zone. It's an absolute Judith vibes. We should play her sometime. Mm. Next week. Yes. <laughs> so passionate. <laughs> a bit intense, a bit intense. <laughs> so before we left you guys, we had just asked a very important and very difficult question for the Bible quiz. What was it, the question again? Okay, so the question was, how many prophetic books are in the Old Testament? Right, yo. So what was the answer? The answer to that question is 15. There are three major prophets and 12 minor prophets. Woo! Maybe next week I'll ask you all to name them. Wow. Uh, or name one. <laughs> and that's how we lose all of our <laughs> listeners here on 180 Degrees. <laughs> so right on before our Mystery Bible Quiz, we are talking to Little Seeds tonight, which is an early childhood development program. We've got all sorts of other programs working together. What is early childhood development, you might ask? How to get kids' brains developed between the ages of zero to five. Yes. Usually people focus on the first thousand days, but it goes further than that. So you mentioned to us we've got awareness We've got prevention. There we go. And now we're on to? To early intervention. 
it's very social work uh, terms that we use there. Um, but just to say that we, we do early intervention um, because we have 14 registered daycare centers and seven aftercare centers. Whoa. Yeah, so that's quite a lot, and it's all over the Western Cape. Um, so it's not just um, in the in the in Cape Town in the mm-hmm. in the south, but it's yeah all over the Western Cape, as far as Beaufort West and Colesburg, actually. Oh, wow. Yes, which is the Northern Cape. Um, yes, so we are mostly responsible for um, for ensuring that the norms and the standards of the Children's Act um, are being um, are being followed, and to ensure proper management of those centres, and also for training of educators and making sure that no one stagnates and that the children, um, they benefit maximally from from these centres. That is so awesome. All right, so our next question for you is, what is your dream for Little Seeds? My dream is to contribute to um, to the development and simulation of, of children um, and for children to, to actually have a chance at life. Um, it's, it's very interesting. The Dutch Reformed Church did a study a while ago um, and they and they did the study on what the best way was to eradicate poverty mm. um, and it it says um, in the in the research that fifty percent of children um, have the chance to be successful in life and in their career in South Africa currently, so only fifty percent um, and it, the the research showed that um, children with early childhood development have a much m- bigger chance at um, being resilient and um, having having a an awesome future ahead mm. of them. Um, so fifty percent is really is is that's really, not enough. Yeah. That's not, not enough. enough. So that's that's why they started focusing on early childhood development, um, is to give everyone a chance. Yeah, because yeah, if you if you grow more when you're very young, then it increases your learning capabilities when you're older. Absolutely. So it's the it's the foundation. It's literally the foundation of the house. So if you don't develop in those first five years, it becomes very difficult to catch up mm. later in life. It is possible, but um, yeah, those are mm-hmm. the foundation. Yeah, it's a lot well. easier if you start young. Neil deGrasse Absolutely. Tyson, I don't know if you guys know him, he's like an astrophysicist, mm. slim cop, super smart guy. He has got all sorts of videos on YouTube and one I actually used in a sermon a few weeks ago was saying how all children are born scientists because all kids are curious mm, and they want to discover the world they want to experience things and then here come adults who are just like nah we got order you can't go breaking those things you can't go playing in the mud like no we got to be clean we got to be ordered here's the schedule when in fact all kids want to do is just play and experience the world and mm-hmm. i mean the weirdest thing for me when i had my baby was to learn that she learns through textures Feeling mm. different things. Oh, she loves picking. Mm. She loves Does touching she like things with different it? things. Yeah. That kid literally, loves if food. it gets into her hand, it's going into her mouth. <laughs> yes. I know that's a general baby thing, yeah. but it. Isla's quite intense And about she's that. like, she's aggressive. Like, she'll growl at her food, like, oh, and then, okay, stuff it into her face. So, you know, that, that's a kid <laughs> who's curious about food. That's so cute. Yeah, so now what I need to do as a mother is to tell myself, no. She can be messy. That's why I have this cloth. I will wipe it after later. I have to wipe sweet potato off the walls, guys. Like, <laughs> ding a rock out and stuff. But I do that because this kid's got to yes. play with the stuff. And yes, I mean, we, we we show kids so many movies that are adventure movies to inspire them to go out and do things. But then what do we actually do in their lives when they're out of that mm. movie space? Do we actually give them the chance to be adventurous and stuff? Yeah. Mm. Are there, is there yeah. anything you'd like to add about the um, the... The dream that you have because oh, it's such a big it, it's quite yes big. yes it is um i think my dream would be to um to educate people just normal people 
to to carry out the the gospel of ECD, mm. um, to to tell people that they meet. Um, remember, talk to your child, look at your child, touch your child, um, use proper language because um, we are a small team um, in Little Seeds, um, but but the world is big and we've got a lot of passionate people that I know they want to make a difference. So if you can if you can just Tell the people in your community, um, remember it's important and play with your children. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's part of the dream that, that all the, the communities and congregations we work with, mm. um, that they will start ECD initiatives, um, look after pregnant mothers, um, because that's where it all starts, um, that we, that we will just, uh, focus our attention on, on the zero to five year old children, um, and, and, yeah, make possible, uh, Make things possible. Yeah, get things going. <laughs> get get things going. Yes. So, if the community wants to get involved, how yes. can they get in touch with you guys? So, um, they they can start by by looking after pregnant mothers from a, from your church. So, if you see they are pregnant mothers, um, make sure that they are okay, that they are being looked after. Um, your your church can also get involved by um, by starting reading groups. It's mm. very easy. You just need a few volunteers, and you um, you just need to commit to two times a week reading for one hour at a time for pleasure so um, it's it's not even that intense um, or you can start with a home-based mother program so if your um, if your church has um, six mothers in the community um, that loves looking after children and they would like to be trained um, to stimulate and develop those children that they are already looking after um, they can just contact us and um, and we'll arrange training for you um, or we, we are just uh, available to consult you um, as well if you don't know you want to start something but you're not exactly sure what um, we are available to to talk you through it um, and you can email us at info at littleseeds.org.za or you can give us a call at the office we uh, our offices are in Belleville uh, the telephone number there is 021-957-7130 Okay, would you yeah. would you just repeat that number quickly if someone missed it? Yes, it's zero two one nine five seven seven one three oh. Okay, right. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for agreeing to come onto the show and for having this chat with us. I feel like we could talk about ECD for hours. <laughs> I wonder why it seems like you're the mummy in the group. Ah, <laughs> yeah. no comment right yeah, thanks for having me <laughs> thank you so much i hope you're sticking around for the happy health tip because we're going to be talking about circadian rhythms Ooh. health tips how to be happy in your health it's not just about being healthy it's about being happy should be quite interesting chocolates are the true source of happiness Right here. So here we are again with our happy health tips. And I know I keep saying the chocolate thing. I've been trying new chocolate recipes. And <laughs> the hummus chocolate was not a winner it for Amy. It was not a winner. I, chocolate? Yeah. No. Well, we're not talking about chocolate hummus tonight. <laughs> we're talking about circadian rhythms. I'll tell you about my cooking fails later. <laughs> so circadian rhythms. Anyone have any idea what that is? Rhythm of the circadian nature. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm thinking of what is. Oh, I'm thinking of REM sleep. Never mind. Well, I mean, it's kind of like. So it's the circadian rhythms is how the sun moves and how we are programmed to move with it. Oh. The good Lord gave us sun, sunshine to do things and moonlight to sleep. Mm. Yes. The poor people in Antarctica. <laughs> 
Stay awake for six months and sleep for six months. You play hard, you work hard. There we go. Anyways, so then, you know, Edison went and stole the idea for the light bulb. And we started working late into the evening hours. And we're like, you know, bedtime for who? Me. And we messed up Same. all our sleeping patterns, right? <laughs> and the blue light on your screens, if you mm. don't know about... What's that blue light? Uh, yeah, so so blue light activates... Either, it activates something in you to tell you that you're awake. Yes. So that's why lots of phones and laptops now have settings to put the blue light filter on from a certain time of day. Just to get your brain into that pattern of, oh, I'm going to go to sleep soon. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. My phone has that, and I never knew what it was. But well, I'm, now you know. That's what oh. it's for, sleepy time. So another thing, did you know that... I So I, I watch this guy, and I read this guy, Dr. Gregor's stuff. He's like nutritionfacts.org. This man's really smart, and he talks really smart words, and he it's quite interesting. Go listen to his podcast. It's a lot of fun. He talks about the circadian rhythms and says that calories aren't just calories. Eating a donut in the daylight is better than eating a day a donut in the nighttime because because for some reason the circadian rhythms you don't digest stuff quite as well at nighttime so mm. what he suggests is whatever you eat right eat it before 7 p.m. or whenever your sun goes down here it's like friggin 8:30 but anyways eat it before 7 p.m. fast for 12 hours which means have breakfast at Ooh, 7 a.m. intermittent fasting. Yes, but at nighttime when it's natural. This is this is actually awful news for me personally. A friend and I are having an argument. She says you should eat all your carbs first thing in the morning, all those bad things. And then it just... Not it's better. bad things. Calories, are, calories and well, carbs aren't all bad your, for you. Need, all your intense calories. You need them to survive. And actually, Dr. Gregor packs this up, backs this up. He talks about eating like a king in the morning, a prince in the afternoon, and a pauper at night. Oh, Grandma poor always poor used to people. say that. Well, see, yeah, he talks about his grandma a lot too. Grannies know more than we know. But there's something so satisfying about eating at night. Yes, Midnight that's, that's called emotional eating. <laughs> Don't come for us like this. <laughs> no, no, I'm guilty of this too. Like, I'm, I'm going to go have dinner when we finish here at, like, I don't know, at nine. So. Same. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So, here, happy health tip. Try and eat all your food before 7 p.m. Go brush your teeth so you don't eat after because then it'll taste gross. It's never stopped me. <laughs> should, should we go <laughs> lay in the sunlight? Go, yes, go, go camping. Camping actually helps you to reset your circadian rhythms. Like, oh. you, yeah, you'll wake up early and you'll go to bed sooner. Yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't all these that. tips tonight. All this wisdom from one person who knows nothing. <laughs> I mean, at least you have the sources to get some knowledge. Yes. That's also yes. an important part of being smart. Sources. My sources is someone who reads all the sources and then condenses them for me, so I don't have to read them all. Actually, I don't know if you guys know Dr. Mike on YouTube, and he said the definition of a good doctor has changed. A good doctor used to be the person with the most knowledge, mm-hmm. but now it's changed into a person who can get the best information the fastest. Yes, because there's so much information yeah. you've got to go through. So it's not just about how well you can memorize, it's about how well you can search for things. So you know what, Lou, you're actually quite smart. Well, there we go. See, tune in to 180 Degrees every week to get yourself some smarty pants advice because another... Yeah, (laughs) one day. (laughs) One day that will be me. PH doctor. What? Yeah, I was about to say it's going to be a PH. (laughs) PH fat. There we I feel like we got to get into a little bit of a song. We are not quite leaving you just yet, are we? No, nah. we're not. <laughs> we are going to leave you with a bit of a song called After My Heart by Chris Kilala. How do you listen to us? Do you tune into AM or DSTV? Or do you listen via our app or web streaming? 
Visit our Facebook page and complete a short online survey qualifying you to win two nights bed and breakfast for two in a luxury room in the Montague Country Hotel with a sauna and a mineral jacuzzi session and a tour of the local village in an American dream car, all included. Visit our Facebook page now and complete the short survey to qualify. Radio K Pulpit, your daily companion. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.